got a question. I mean, I got a major question. Do you feel like that you are stuck in quicksand with your nine to five? Do you feel like you are stuck in a rut? Do you feel like you just have no upside in your job? Like, do you truly feel that way? If you feel like you are stuck in a rut, and if you feel like that there is nowhere for you to go in your nine to five, check this out. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to go from broke to boss. How you can start, launch, grow, and scale a lucrative freelance online business from the comforts of your own home. We're going to unlock a lot of potential, and we're going to get down to some of the tips, tricks, and strategies. we got three main focal points that we're going to discuss. And by discussing these focal points, we're going to get you from both from broke to boss. If you with me, if you with it, let's get to it, all right? Ain't no time to play around. Let's jump right into it. Welcome to the 9 to 5 Kickers Podcast, the show that ignites your entrepreneurial spirit by empowering like-minded, inspiring entrepreneurs to break free from the chains of the 9 to 5 grind. This power pack show will bring you the latest tips, tricks, and tactical strategies to accelerate your transition from the traditional 9 to 5 job to a life of boundless possibilities. Join me. Your host, Mr. Anthony Porter, when I sit down with a diverse array of aspiring entrepreneurs who have dared to dream big and set their sights on a financial freedom. So whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur hungry for a fresh start or a budding trailblazer ready to take that leap, the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast is for you. So get ready to kick that 9 to 5 financial freedom and join me each week on the exhilarating ride welcome to the nine to five kickers podcast where dreams become reality and the nine to five grind is left in the dust you ready let's make this happen Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast. We are, we are glad to be here. Like, we are super excited because this one here is one of them topics today that we really want people to understand and get into. So if you feel like you, if you feel like I said in the beginning, if you feel like you are stuck in a rut, you want to go. I mean, like, what I mean by stuck in a rut is your paycheck to paycheck. All right. You feel like you have no upside. You feel like you have nowhere to go. You feel like you just broke all the time. We're going to talk about how to go from broke to boss. Starting a lucrative online freelance digital marketing business. 
uh, we're starting an empire. We're going to start an empire. So in case you don't know who I am, I'm your host, Mr. Anthony Porter. Um, we're going to dive into the world of entrepreneurship, freelance, digital marketing to build your online digital empire and become your own boss. Kick the nine to five grind and just break the chains and do what you got to do to take back your time, take back your uh, financial freedom and take back everything that you just truly, truly, you know, want to accomplish. So before we get started, we got three main topics we want to discuss. All right, so we have three main topics we're going we're gonna to dive into. And if you see me looking down at my notes, then you know for a fact that I'm trying to give you every bit of the topic. Now, if you're listening to me on uh, all the streaming platforms, such as Apple Music and uh, Google Podcasts and Spotify, I'm going to make sure that you get the content and the visual from the video. Now, there's, there's ways of doing that. We're going to keep it all the way funky with you. We're not your average podcast. We're not going to be your average podcast. We're going to give you everything that you need to know in three simple steps. All right, so we have three main points. Main point number one is we're going to identify your passion and your niche. Okay. Uh, point number two. We're going to build your own personal brand. So we're going to brand you the right way. We're going to talk about how to get that done. And then number three, we're going to talk about how to market and the client acquisition. With this out of there, we got, we got some subtopics we're going to get to. And uh, without no further ado, let's jump right into it, right into what we need to discuss and to get you started. So for those who don't know, I started this podcast based off the fact that for 25 years, I worked in uh, the government industry, not the federal government, but uh, with the side of my city, I worked inside of Metro government. And we basically, what basically happened was over time, <clears throat> I have gone to school. I have literally, uh, I have literally gone to school and, you, you know, you, you go to school and you get your education. And, and, and what happened was they was paying for this. Well, I'm thinking that as soon as, as, soon as I get finished, I'm going to be able to get my, you know, move up and manage. That was the goal. Better myself, better my family. Uh, you know, put more money in the pocket. That didn't happen. And I'm thinking, why didn't that happen? Well, for one, I couldn't be a puppet. And the puppet is, I'm not a yes guy. So, unfortunately, uh, it just kept going on and on. I would apply. Nothing would happen. i get passed over. Uh, one particular time I was told I had the job. And they called me like 15 minutes later and told me, oh, they made a mistake. There was no reason for me to quit because I was already vested into, the, into my time. So being taught growing up that uh, <laughs> when you're taught to go to school, get your education uh, so you can get a better job or go to school, get the education so you can get a good job, that was instilled in me. 
little did I know that the system that you had to deal with played a very, very, very major uh, role in my future. So I just wanted to touch on that to let you know why this podcast and why this episode is so important to me. So when you talk about starting a lucrative online business, so we get jumping right into the main point of number one. When you talk about starting a lucrative online business, you have to do two things. Now, the traditional way of starting an online business or traditional way of starting a business, period. Side note, you can do this with any business. It's just not for online. All right. So let's let's clarify that. This is just not for online. You can do this with any business. Now, the traditional way is you go out here and you basically. Uh, you go out here and you basically just. File with your secretary of state and start a business. That's not what we're doing. Online is we're trying to take a, take back our freedom. We're trying to take back. Uh, our time. So starting an online business, you need to start in a lucrative empire, digital empire, freelance digital empire, excuse me. You need to identify your passion and identify your needs. So the first crucial step is, you know, in your journey, is to identify your passion, identify your niche. And that's finding, finding what truly excites you, period. Something that you are so excited about that you don't mind. It doesn't feel like work. It really doesn't feel like work. I mean, it's basically you love doing it and there's no reason for you not to want to do it. Like, you know how you wake up in the morning, you go to work and you just dread getting out of bed to walk in and deal with everyone that you're dealing with. That's what you don't want. All right. So you, you have to you, you have to think about that and be like, OK, I don't want to do that. But if you have something that you're passionate about and you feel good about, then that's not work. That's something that's fun. You can take a hobby and turn that into a business. So, you know, one of the main things that you do inside of that is you got to have self-discovery, reflection, self-reflection, self-discovery. So either way it goes, it's either self-discovery or self-reflection. You have to, you basically have to assess your skills your interests, and your strengths. So if you're strong in one area and weak in another area, sometimes you got to go out here and figure out how you can take and balance that out. If you have a certain skill set, like I have friends that I've been around for a long time. They're good at uh, using their hands like in mechanics, uh, building things. Then I have other friends that are good in uh, speaking engagements and I have, you know, communication. But you might have one that is good in all of it. So that that is a way of them being able, and I know that that, that sounds a little cliche, but that is a way for them to basically sit back and be like, okay, I know how to talk and I know how to use my hands. How can I take and put these two together? It's something that I enjoy doing. And maybe I could turn it into a business. So you have to access your skills. You have to sit back. You have to, what interests you the most? And then you have to figure out your strengths. So you, you, digging deep down into your past, 
your your past uh, experiences is a way to go. Go back if you if you've ever watched TV here lately. Most of your movies will start out. So let's take the Marvel series, and I love Marvel. Uh, most of the Marvel series, most of those will start out, start out in the in in the present day. Then they'll go to the future. But once they hit the future, they want to give you the origin story, so they go back. So you have to go back to figure out what in the past excited you or what in the past helped you get to a point to where you was able to use your hands. Certain things like I know guys who are good mechanics, but do not they they, they don't know how to communicate well, so they don't want to run a business. And you can you can listen. If you're a good mechanic, that's one thing. But if you're a good mechanic that know how to do specialize in certain vehicles and certain body works and uh, dealing with electronics and you can have a math piece that go along with that, you might write a check for yourself or print your own uh, ATM card or whatever. And I'm not saying, hey, I don't want nobody to say, hey, man, Anthony from the 9 to 5 Kicker said, I need to print my own ATM card. No, I didn't say that. All I said was, is you can go out here and basically write your own meal ticket because you have a skill set that you love doing, you don't mind doing, and you're a people person. That's what I mean by uh, being able to communicate. You're a people person. Because there are a lot of people out here that are not a people, people's people. Did I say that right? People's people. So, you know, it's just one of those situations. People's people. I'm going to have to write that down. All right. So after you figure out, you know, your self-reflection and your, uh, your discoveries, then you need to do your market research. Doing your market research, basically what that is, is you need to find out, uh, identify current trends and demands. So for me, as a freelance digital marketer, what is the current trend in the field that I'm doing? So you have affiliate marketing and you have uh, uh, going on ClickBank using their affiliate programs, which is what we call JV partners. And then what you have is, is you have promoting uh, private, you know, in companies. So when you look at promoting private companies, you're looking at securing that bag. We're going to keep it funky. You look at that securing the bag. Securing that bag means, guess what? A brand will pay you to promote them. That depends on what, you know, what your episode, like say if you got a YouTube channel, depending on your reach, your following, it depends on a lot of stuff. They, they look at that. They hire people to scan a certain small, small branded people because they have a budget. Remember, you used to see brands like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Budweiser, all of these guys doing their commercials. You very rarely see that now. But what you do see is, is you see people uh, who have these micro budgets. They're still in the millions and millions of dollars. But what they're doing is, is they're finding brand ambassadors to channel that money out to them. So knowing the trends and knowing that you could get into this industry and promote somebody else's product and get a small commission, that works. Or you can secure the bag and make them your number one priority and be done with it. 
So, you know, uh, research potential clients and targets. When you have a business, you have to understand. So either you're going to be an influencer or a content creator. And I'm saying this because this is something that I do. Either you're going to be an influencer or you're going to be a content creator. Being an influencer or a content creator means an influencer, you're trying to secure a ton of bags. As a content creator, you just want to make content and possibly promote a product by dropping a link in the description and going from there. As an influencer, it's your job to be in the video, making sure you're out in front of the camera, making sure you're out in front of everything, and making sure that every every time, every waking second, that you're dropping a promotion. So a lot of people don't understand, like, I'm wearing this Tampa Bay shirt. I'm a Bucks fan. I'm not getting paid by the Bucks. The Buccaneers is an NFL team. So guess what? I'm not being paid by them. And but they they don't need they can use some help, but they don't need my help. That's how that works. These companies can use some help, but they don't need you. Some companies want you to be a part of them so you can get out in front and get they get their products in front of your following. And you have to build that community. And so being an influencer is one way. Uh, but if you're a content creator, then you sign up and you drop those links and you get people to make sure you specify things for them to get that. And then last but not least, you analyze your competition uh, to find your unique, unique selling points. You have to know what your people are selling in order for your stuff to work. So let's say, and I'm using a lot of different analogies and a lot of different examples, but let's just say that you have a course that you want to sell. By you having that course that you want to sell, uh, you might look over here and you might be selling a course on how to sell more houses in a recession as a real estate agent. But um, Daphne over here has the same course and she breaks down step by step how to sell, how to you know communicate and all of this. So when she has her course, you don't want to sell it for cheaper, but what you want to do is you want to give more value. And by giving more value, then uh, what that basically does is, is that draws them in. Like you can start out by starting a YouTube channel, giving value on there, and then wheeling them in. Don't just jump out. Hey, I got this course, 997. That don't work. Hey, I got this. That ain't going to work. It's like a shot in the dark. You know, people will people will sit there and be like, I'm not fooling with you. I don't know you like that. You have to build a relationship. You have to build a um, rapport. You have to be out in front. So you're doing your market research. So basically, you're doing your market research and your analysis. You've already done your self-reflection, knowing and your discovery. So you're trying to figure out what you can do, what you've done that can get you to the point where you're doing your market research. And once you're doing your market research, now you want to find your niche. All right? you, you, you've done your self-reflection. You've done your market research and analysis. Now you need to find your niche. You can narrow this down because, see, there's three main niches. You have the health, wealth, and relationship niche. All right? Now, again, wealth, earlier I said something about real estate agents. That's in the wealth niche. That's making money. 
You can either make money online, you can make money as a B2B, you can make money as a uh, e-com person. Wealth, health, health has so many different, so many different uh, 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 situations to where you have to dig deep into more niches, sub-niches to find out what niche you want in health. It's the same with wealth and it's the same with beauty. I mean, relationships, excuse me. Because beauty's over in the uh, health, health and it's actually health and beauty, but health is where they really focal in on. But the beauty, I mean, the relationship is an, is another apple that people like to tend to because you have a relationship therapist, uh, you have divorce therapists, you have uh, people dealing with the loss of loved ones. That's the type of stuff that can get you over the top. If you can be an expert, be an authority figure with inside of any one of these three niches, to begin with, you have to, again, it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning. Find your passion. Once you find your passion, something that you like to do. Once you find out, research it. Get your market analysis. Find out who's selling hers. Find out what their tipping point is. And then you go in here and you determine your skills and you align everything together. You know, you you tell what you need in this niche. Like, for me, it's making money online. Okay, so let me peel back this layer. Why do you want to make money online? Well, I want to I want to do this because I want to spend more time with my family. Peel back another layer. Well, if you want to spend more time with your family, what can you do to, oh, well, I want to be able to spend more time with my family. I want to be able to spend more time with my grandkids. I want to be able to harness the skills and give information, give value to people to help other people know I can show someone how to start a business. I can show someone how to do affiliate marketing. As you see, I'm starting to break it down. Because affiliate marketing is one of the main ones, but it's not affiliate marketing. It's a freelance, digital, uh, lucrative freelance empire. You want to be able to promote other people's products because it's something out there. Listen, you out here promoting things that people will, if you, especially if you have a follower, like if you think about it, I mean, Tim first, Tim first, and Pat Flynn are two of the world's best podcasters. David Sands is another one. Millions of followers, millions on top of millions of followers. They could drop something online and tell you that you can go out here and turn fire into wine and drink it. People back. And I'm not saying they do that. I'm just saying that sometimes that's what happens. They're promoting things and that's how they make their money. All right. So you just got to think about it. So you have to, you have to identify your past. You have to identify your niche. When we come back, we're going to talk about building our personal brand, building your personal brand. I'm listen. I'm going to take this journey with you. All right, we're going to build a brand together. So when we come back, we're going to talk about building that personal brand. Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. 
as the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, Wicked Artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into the world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at WickedAcandles.com to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of scents that ignite your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. All right, now we are back. We are back. So check us out. Focal point number two is building a brand. You got to have a brand. So once you've identified your passion, once you've identified uh, uh, your niche, and the next step is building a strong personal brand. So what I mean, you know, what is that? What does that consist of? The brand attracts clients. Okay, we're attracting clients, and you got to establish credibility. Period. So let's explore. You know, I got three subtopics that we're going to talk about real quick. We go. Listen, I don't want to hold you. I got three subtopics we're going to talk about real quick, and we're going to get up out of here. So basically, you know, when you're doing this, you want to define your brand identity. That's one thing. First thing first. Clearly define the brand's values, missions, and vision. So what do you value? What is your mission statement? And what is your vision for your company? You have to dig deep. So that's something that you need to sit down and write that down. See. A lot of people don't want to write things down. They, they say they want to do something and they, they, if you write something down and you commit to it, you use affirmation. I think I said that right. If you use that and you say it three or four times, and you say it five times a week, it's going to come to pass. And then you, you sit there, when you write stuff down, you got to jot it down. That's why you see people in, in the beginning of the year, they use vision boards. That is a great thing to do. Setting goals is a great thing to do. And knowing your values, knowing your mission statement, and knowing your vision. So if you sit there and your mission is to give value to certain uh, individuals, preferably to help them get to, that's your vision and your mission statement all in one. You got to have core values. You got to have something to stand on in order for you to be successful. A lot of people start businesses because they hear other people have started a business and they want to be in the fold. But being in the fold doesn't, doesn't elaborate because a lot of people don't start the business the right way or they started for the wrong reasons. So when you're doing this and you're crafting out your unique brand voice and it resonates to you attracting clients. So if you are, and listen, I was on a, I was on a um, Zoom call today with uh, Markel and 
the reason I was on the Zoom call is because I want to learn how to attract more clients. And he was talking about the grandfather acquisition. And I mean, the grandfather alpha. And he basically was saying that be yourself. Know your worth. Don't try to be something you're not. And don't fall for the shiny syndrome, the shiny object syndrome. A lot of people want to do stuff because they see uh, this guy over here or this young lady over here. They riding around in the G-Wagon, the Lamborghini. The persona that they put out there is one thing, but they're not telling you how they had to get to that. They're not telling you if they worked hard or got an inheritance. They're not telling you that. All they're telling you is, is they got this G-Wagon, they got this, they got that. And so now what you have is, is you have another situation where this is what happens. So if you have 100 people and 90, 96, 96 of the people start a business because they see the houses, the cars, the money, the, the clothes, the champagne, and you got four people over who see all of that, but they see that the business side is even better. This 4%, these four people just came to 1%. Right? They just became the 1%. So once you, you know, you, you got to, it's, and everything has to be memorable. Your brand has to, you have to have a logo that pops out. You have to have, you have to be visual. So basically when you have a brand identity, you need to make sure that everything that you have, everything that you do, everywhere that you go, you're sporting. Like today's video or today's podcast, I should have on the nine to five kicker shirt. The problem is, is I've ordered a ton of them and they haven't come in yet. It's nobody's fault. It's my fault. You know why it's my fault? Because I was late doing it. When you're starting a business, everything is remember. If you remember this, if you don't remember anything else but this, excuse me, if you don't remember anything else but this, everything's always going to be your fault. No matter what. If you have an econ business and the order comes in and you don't get it shipped out, it's your fault. If you have a course that you've been pre-selling and or coaching business and you're pre-selling, or you starting a, a lucrative freelance digital, if you put a video out and don't put the link in there and you get a million views, but there's no link for somebody to go and learn how to start the same business that you're starting, guess what? It's your fault. So always remember that it's your fault. How do you prevent that? You be persistent about everything that you do. So that leads us into number two, because now you want to create an online presence. So how do you do that? You make sure that you have a professional looking website. You make sure that you establish a strong presence of relevancy on social media. So, and I'm working on a course for just in case anybody wants to know, uh, I want to get so much value that I could almost charge almost a thousand dollars. But with the social media course, I'm thinking about just, just giving it away because we use social media, but a lot of people have used uh, have used it wrong. Like before you get into business, everybody was on Instagram posting their pictures, and you got. But you can use Instagram, you can use Twitter, you can use uh, LinkedIn, you can use TikTok, you can use Pinterest. All of these to run your business to drive organic traffic to you. So you got to know how to do that. So yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. Be on the lookout for that. Definitely be on the lookout for that. And see, once you establish your presence on the platforms, then you got to develop high quality content to position yourself 
as the authority figure. So don't just go on and post videos talking about, I'm the producer. I'm all in the videos. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. <laughs> you got to understand. You got to understand. That's probably one of the funniest moments growing up for me. To see Suge on on uh, the Source Awards. I mean, yeah, the Source Awards. Talking about Puffy. Like, that was probably funny because everybody, you know, at the time, Puffy then was killing it. And then here comes Death Row with Snoop and Dre. And, I mean, they was just killing it. So, but... Back to my back to what I was saying. Clear, high quality content. So building, you know, putting out the like tutorials, shorts, reels, um, TikTok videos, but you're giving value. All right. Some videos you might not want to talk. Some videos you might not want to be on camera, but it's good to be on camera. I challenge anyone who wants to get into starting a business and you want to get people to follow you or you want to get people to be uh, clients of yours, 21 days, post a video. One video a day. It doesn't make a difference if it's a minute or 10 minutes. Post a video. As you start posting videos, you will start to see things that you're like. When I first started doing videos, it was always uh, 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 That don't work. So you have to be, you have to be, you know, vigilant. And so you start analyzing and you start breaking stuff down. And then last, the last point in this subtopic here is your network. You have to go, listen, you can't have a business if you ain't out there letting people know you got a business. Talk about your business. See, once you set your platform, uh, whatever platform you choose, and I forgot to say this, choose one platform to start and then work your way through the others. You can make one video 20 minutes long and chop it up, and now you got content to go on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, all of them, okay? But if nobody knows that you have a business, guess what? <laughs> they, don't, they don't know you have a business. So you, you have to be able to communicate. You have to be able to engage, go to network events, be in the community, be seen, uh, collaborate with other freelancers. Like me personally, I'm just now getting back into the freelance because I've been running an e-com store. At the time that this podcast is being recorded, guess what? I'm rebranding my e-com stores. I have a candle company. I have a, well, I want to say promotional products, but it's not. That's why I'm rebranding it. We're, we're, we're stepping into uh, an awareness campaign because we want to make sure that we're not just picking months to be aware about certain issues like mental health. Because see, myself, I suffer from depression. And so by suffering from depression, it makes it hard for me. I have social anxiety. Like I'm comfortable inside of my office, but I sometimes I'm uncomfortable when I'm out in public and it's hard, but I have to work my way through it. So I have to be able to be out there and then seek testimonial referrals. I know I just jump because sometimes talking about it, I get emotional and I don't want to do that right now. Not doing a podcast. Um, you want to seek testimonial referrals when it comes to uh, from satisfied clients to strengthen your credibility. 
So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let y'all know. The email, which is the 9 to 5 kickers podcast at gmail.com. And that's the start out email. It'll change up, but right now that's the 9 to 5 kickers uh, podcast at gmail.com. Drop me a line. When the course is finished, I'm going to ask you for your email address. I'm going to ask you, can I send you a copy, a debater copy of the, the, the social media course? And if you allow me to, then I want, all I want from you is, and I'm going to pick 10 people to do it. All I want from you is, is to basically just come back and give me a review. That's it. I don't want nothing else. I'm not asking for no money. I'm not asking for nothing. 10 people, give me a review. I want to know. I want you to go through and tell me as you take the course to understand what it is you can do in order, and you use this for your business. Whatever business you're running, you use this for your business, all right? So when we come back uh, for our third and final breakdown, when we come back, we're going to jump back into the third main uh, point and sub points, and then we go, I'm going to get you out of here. I want to, I don't want to hold you too long, all right? So let's slide out. Let's slide out. And we'll see y'all in about mm, 30 seconds. Awesome! Imagine filling your space with the irresistible aroma of our candles. As the stress of the day melts away and you embrace a moment of pure indulgence with a burn time that surpasses ordinary candles, Wicked Artistry ensures that your enjoyment is long-lasting, allowing you to savor the captivating scents well into the night. Wicked Artistry Candle Co. is more than just candles. It's an invitation to immerse yourself into a world of luxury fragrances and artistic expressions. Join us at WickedAcandles.com to discover an extensive collection of vessels and redefine your elegance of scents that ignite your imagination. Evaluate your candle experience today with Wicked Artistry Candle Co. Because when it comes time to creating a moment of pure bliss, there's nothing quite like the perfect blend of luxury, craftsmanship, and fragrance. All right, guys, we are back. We are back. We are back. So this segment is brought to you by me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just having fun, man. Now, this segment is definitely brought to you by Wicked Artistry Candle Company. Um, the candles that are stylish, the candles that are luxury, uh, with luxury vessels and uh we just want to, we just want to, over there, Wicked A Candles, we want you to feel comfortable. We want your house to smell good. We want the vessels to sit, to be eye-catching. And, you know, get your, get your bang for your buck. No, we are not that other store, that conglomerate that sells you 50 candles for two bucks and you light it, and then 10 minutes later, you can't even smell it. We got them joints that will make you 
make you be like, oh, oh, Jesus. Fellas over there got me, got my house smelling like this. That's what we plan on doing. All right, so now we're going to get into marketing and client accusations. All right, we want to attract the clients. We want them to purchase from us. All right, so uh, we've talked about your niche. We've talked about your personal brand. It's time to focus on getting the clients. Let's explore three of those subtitles to help you efficiently market your freelance services. All right, crafting a compelling profile and pitch. What does that mean? Y'all for. Don't come with no BS off, period. Don't do it. Man, come with something that is going to attract somebody. If you want to, if you write an ebook, write the ebook. But before you write the ebook, because see, a lot of times you got to use a sales funnel. Before you write the ebook, know that you want to give them something for free. Get them to buy the ebook and send them through a sales funnel. The sales funnel can generate anywhere from zero to two, $300, if you do it right. But you want them to come into you, okay? So, you know, develop a clear, uh, consistent pitch, like elevator pitch, like you want it to rise up. We have this thing called the value ladder. I'm going to do uh, a segment laid on down the line called the, the, the client value ladder. It's a walkthrough to show you how to acquire and how to walk them through for you to make the most bang, most buck out of your bang. All right. You notice every time you hear somebody say something, it's always make the most bang for your buck. No, we're going to make the most buck for the bang because you're going to give them all of this value. You're going to spoon feed them all of this value and as you're doing this, it, so let me give you an example of what I mean. So let's say you have a free report right here, I PDF. So you have this free PDF. It's a checklist. Your checklist now is the accusation to get them into the funnel, but you want them to buy your ebook. So your ebook is $7.99. We're going to keep it at low, low momentum because you want people to purchase it, right? But let's just say that now that you have your ebook, and you have an upsell. So that upsell basically, or that order bump is you got the ebook for $7.99. Well, if you give me uh $10.99, you can get the audio book. Now, if you don't have no high ticket outside of that, like a coaching or a consulting or master class or anything like that. So now you went from zero to $7.99. Then you add it $10.99. And or, you know, now let's say, oh, wait a minute, hold up. Now, now we got the $10.99. So this is for when they want to ride in their vehicle and listen to it. Oh, now we got that. Oh, okay. So what happens if I want to go to the video, the video course? Oh, that's $49. Because listen, the more you put into it, the more you can charge for your value. All right. So you went from $7.99. And mind you, the object is to get people to get into your, your, your lucrative. This is something that you created. All right. And, and we're giving an example because it's a funnel. So you basically what you're doing is, is you get $7.99 and went to $10.99. Now you're up to $49. That's three times their card has been charged. It's not a scam. 
It's not a scheme because you're, once you do it, you, you're letting them know. If you purchase this, your card is already on file. We're going to charge you. All right. Some people would do that because they want to know. They want to know how to how to. First of all, you giving them value. So, if you have that course, and let's say that course that you're doing is affiliate marketing, you're going to teach them how to a get a client, b uh, find the proper offer that they can uh, that they can that they can promote to generate an income. They can reach between 5K and 10K a month. You can do it, but it takes hard work in the beginning. All right. And then, you know, tell her your, tell her your, tell her make your portfolio and the pitch different to different client needs and industries. So I can't, and so basically what that means is, is I can't sit here and pitch an affiliate offer to a person in real estate. I can't pitch a real estate offer to a person who's a barber. I can't pitch a barber offer to a dentist. I can't pitch a dentist offer to a banker, a financial advisor. And it goes on and on and on. So you have to be able to tell them, make that's where it comes when you pick your target audience. Know who you want to know who you want to serve, because this is what this is about. Know who you want to serve, and then you know how to go after them, right? Um, and again. It's crazy because you want to leverage the online platforms. Once you get your presence and you become an authority figure because you want to be the authority figure. Once you become the authority figure, you leverage that. Okay. You leverage that. By leveraging that, now these people will look at you and be like, I'm fooling with him. I'm fooling with Anthony. The nine to five kicker podcast is showing me and telling me exactly how and what I need to do. I you know, you 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 want to uh utilize your freelance job platforms like so let's say, for instance, if you're a graphic designer or let's say you have a T-shirt e-com brand, you're not a designer. So you want to use things like Upworks, uh, Freelancer and Fiverr. You get a T-shirt drawn up. I mean, a, a logo drawn up over Fiverr for five, five to ten bucks. I think it went up because of the pandemic. You can get a T-shirt design drawn up at Upworks because these people, they, they compete for these these jobs and five of you have people on here who draw these designs. You can go on there and get man, anywhere from maybe 10 to 15 bucks all the way up to about a hundred bucks. Premium is at a hundred and it better be something that you know, you're going to be able to sell. All right. And then in order for you to get out there, there's three traffic, uh, there's several traffic mechanisms. One is organic. Two is paid. Organic means you're going to take the slow road. That means you can learn and do. You're not in no rush. Paid traffic, get out there faster. So paid traffic, of course, is Google, YouTube, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook ads, all of these ads, Instagram ads, all of these ad platforms, okay? You pay $5 a day. Uh, you budget out the money that you want to have, and you basically set it up and get that particular product in front of everybody. That's what you do. When you become an authority figure, that's what you do. So you have to, you really have to, you have to, you have to understand that getting the client accusation, acquisition, acquisition. I've been saying that wrong the whole time. I, man. Man, give a shout out for me getting that, you know, that point across. 
you got the you got the client acquisition. I've been trying to say it for the owners. Client acquisition. All right. I will say drop one of them, but I can't say that because it's it's actually trademark. And so then you want to provide your clients, you want to provide your clients uh with services and building relationships. Hey, basically, build that relationship because you want them to come back. So, like, let's say you let's let, let, uh, it, it, this is for coaches and consultants. All right, let's say you have a, a, a coaching course, coaching program, and you want to teach somebody how to be a coach. All right, they pay you five hundred dollars to learn how to be a coach, and you charge that much. And this is what Markel said: you charge that much because that weeds out the people that would dilly dally and flicker around. You, you you get him out of the way. And so then after that, you might come back and say, oh, I got this Instagram course that will help you get your profile together and help you become better uh, vigilant on your Instagram page. Now, mind you, this might be six weeks, six months to a year later. So guess what? You, now you, oh, okay. Uh, you, you send out a mass email because you want people to, to get on your email list and all of that. Now you have the the worthwhile to understand that I've got all of these people and I got them on my list. All right. So by me having them on my list, now I can get all of these folk and blast out a broadcast and get them to the point where they can purchase from me at any given time. All right. So when you deliver high quality work and it exceeds your client's expectations, guess what that means? You have won. You have won. Like basically, you won. Uh, seek feedback and testimonials, man. Make sure that listen. Always ask your customers to, hey, can you give me a review, good or bad? I just want the review because if it's if it's bad, I want to know what I need to do to fix it. All right. And then make sure you nurture your long term relationships with your clients. Be open. With your communication. If someone emails you with your support, guess what? Get back at them. All right. Get back at them. So, guess what, y'all? Guess what? You have come to the end, man. I want to thank you, first of all. First and foremost, I want to thank you. Uh, congratulations. You have just learned how to go from broke to boss in a short period. You learn how to launch a lucrative freelance empire. You learn how to launch a brand you've learned how to launch a business you've taken your you've taken your passion started a strong brand uh took the market and uh master the market analysis and client ac- accusation that's it simple right no it's not simple now you got to do is take action all right so remember building a successful business is is a career but it's a career that you can work two or three hours a day and be and be comfortable. Take back your time, your freedom. Know your financial freedom and know what it takes for you to walk away from your nine to five. You want to break the monotony. You want to take the chains. You want to break them. Kick that, kick that crap in the dust. All right? Once you kick that crap in the dust, then, you know, I'm telling you, you will be successful. 
It takes time. You're going to work harder in the beginning than you will in the end. All right. But I'll just want to say thank you, man. Thank you. And join us next time on the 9 to 5 Kickers Podcast, where we will continue to bring you some of the tips, tricks, and tactical strategies to help you break free of your 9 to 5 job and build that prosperous lifestyle that you want. Now, I just have, you know, three things I want, I mean, a couple of things I want to say. The first episode, I hope, was the bomb for you because it was the bomb to me. So today, I just want you to do me one favor. So today's episode, we talked about going from broke to boss, how to build a lucrative uh, freelance empire, right? So I need you to do three things. Subscribe to the show. Suggest a topic or a question in the email that I will provide for you. So if you're listening to us on the platforms, uh, if you listen to us on the platforms, it's the nine to five is the T H E nine to five kickers spelled out podcast at gmail.com. And then what I need you to do, or I challenge you. So it's only two things in one challenge. I challenge you. If you want to start a business, listen, where can you learn how to start a business for the, the cost? of Starbucks coffee. See, I've partnered with my mentor, Jonathan Montoya, and he wants to teach you how you can start a business from your home, something that you can do. I want you to do the same thing. So I'm going to leave a link in the description of the podcast notes. I'm going to leave a link in the description of the YouTube channel notes where the podcast will be posted at. Join the 72-hour challenge. And once you join the 72-hour challenge, like I said, it's just nine, nine bucks. You can learn a whole lot in nine bucks. On top of that, on top of that, we're going to give you a free course. We're giving away a free course. All right? So you pay nine bucks. You're going to learn how to start a business in 72 hours or less, and you're going to get a free course. All for now, man, you tell me where you can get that at, all right? Man, it's your boy, Tone, Anthony, whatever. It's me. It's the 9 to 5 Kickers podcast. We here. We here to stay. We here to get you. Hey, listen, we here to get you into the kick the 9 to 5 grind and become your own, own boss. Take back your freedom. Take back your financial freedom. Take back your time. And I'm going to see you on the next episode, all right? We out of here. Peace.